Hey everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Herstory with K. A very happy new year to all of you and I just want to say how grateful I am that I'm able to do the second upload. I know it's been a while but you know life happened in between. I'm so happy though that the first episode had a few listeners and um I'm really hoping to make this a weekly series. Now before I get into the story uh today's story and today's character that we're going to be talking about, I just want to remind everybody that please you know download my episodes and give me suggestions on what you'd like to hear about next. This is going to be a two-parter and please don't mind if you hear some rustlings of paper here and there because I'm be probably just looking at my notes. So here we go. So today's character is Om Seti or the mother of Seti. So she was born as Dorothy Eady in 1904 to parents Master Taylor Reuben Eady and Carolyn Frost Eady in Blackheath, a suburb of London. When she was 3, a serious fall down the stairs made her unconscious and she was actually even declared dead by the family doctor. But apparently when the doctor came back an hour later, she was up sitting on her bed and playing like any other 3-year-old. It's alleged that she started having delusions. I say that in air quotes almost immediately after this fall and started longing for her home or longing for her other home. She'd also developed FAS or foreign accent syndrome which is a speech disorder causing a sudden change in speech perceived by a native speaker as an accent. FAS usually occurs after stroke or brain injury as in this case. Now this other home that she spoke of frequently she recognized as Egypt after seeing illustrations in children's books and when she was 4 she was taken to the Egyptian section in the British Museum. and it's been said that she became overwhelmed when she reached that section and she started kissing the feet of the statues and saying she was among her people again and from then on she would visit the british museum as much as possible her life though was otherwise difficult during these years she was kicked out of sunday school and a girl school for behaving in what can only be described as anti christian by those you know headmasters and headmistresses At the age of 10, Dorothy Eady met Sir Wallace Budge in the British Museum and he encouraged her and volunteered to teach her hieroglyphics or hieroglyphics. I don't know how you pronounce it properly. And she was and he was very impressed with her quick mastery. She would spend as much time in the museum as possible until she was sent to her grandmother's house in Sussex and it was done for safety because she had had a narrow escape after the bombing of her London dance school. but she continued her education on Egypt through books at the Eastbourne Public Library. Things took a dramatic turn though when at age 15 she began having visits from the Pharaoh Seti I, who we know to have been a pharaoh of the New Kingdom of Egypt and the son of Ramesses I and the father of Ramesses II. She ended up having nightmares and somnambulism or sleepwalking that is, and because of this she was admitted in a in sanatoriums multiple times. whether it was due to her multiple admissions or some other reason she left school at 16 and ended up doing quite in my opinion cool things she traveled around britain visiting archaeological sites and museums and her love for egypt was ever growing because of this and she became part of a troupe performing a play based on isis and osiris and collecting affordable egyptian antiquities all the while being a part-time art student and when she moved to london at 27 she took up a position with an egyptian public relations magazine and Dorothy wrote articles and even drew political cartoons for them mm-hmm. and her stance was clear throughout them which was for the independence of Egypt from Britain 
She met her future husband while working at this magazine and his name was Imam Abdul Migid and they married very soon after that. And in 1933, Dorothy was finally on a ship sailing to her other home with her husband. She kissed the ground when they arrived in Egypt and announced that she'd come home to stay. She and her new husband settled in Cairo and her in-laws gave her the name Bulbul, which means Nightingale. The couple soon had one son who they named Seti. Very telling for the things to come. Apparently, her husband didn't approve of the name. She continued having visions and out-of-body experiences, which her new family, an educated upper-middle-class one, found annoying. And interestingly, one of her visions involved a man named Hora, who told her the story of Bentrishit, which, which means the harp of joy. So Bentrishit was apparently the daughter of a vegetable seller and a soldier who was in the army of Seti I. The poor girl lost her mother when she was three and her father, being unable to care for her, placed her in the temple of Kamal Sultan, where she trained to be a priestess. When she was 13, she took her vows and became a consecrated virgin of the temple. Now here comes an interesting angle. So the virgin, Bentrishit, and Seti I, the pharaoh, met in the temple gardens and he took a liking to her immediately and they became lovers, secret lovers. Unfortunately, she became pregnant, which meant she had broken her vows. Not wanting to face a trial where she would have been put to death because she went against Isis and not wanting to go against the pharaoh either, by telling the truth, she killed herself. This is where I'm going to stop part one and I'm hoping to upload part two as soon as possible by the end of the week. Stay tuned. I think this this is a, such an interesting character and I enjoyed researching her thoroughly. Have a good day, everybody.